what this means is you're going to be able to uh in theory you're going to be able to modify the eye color of your child the hair color the height the intelligence and cognitive abilities the potential for for their lifespan right you're going to be able to basically build a baby welcome to sporadic mondays podcast where we discuss overlooked topics that will shape and affect our near future i'm your host gabriel elijah listen i got a question to begin with how many of y'all feel like y'all are somewhat creative or or how many of y'all like conspiracy theories right and you have some type of imagination imagine something with me real quick let me set the stage for this podcast so imagine if your personal doctor needed no sleep no lunch break no time off he didn't have no wife no kids all his time belonged to him right but all he wanted to do was straight work 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 it's all he know you would have thought he wrote a song for rihanna work 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 he spends all his time his or her time every second analyzing tons of paper medical paperwork tons of x-rays and other type of medical documents i mean this is all this person knows right they never get tired they only get smarter the more they look over we the more we do something the more we learn he or she is able to decipher complex patterns that most doctors can't even understand they come to him like how you how you how you know this and bro just listen i i just i'm him you know what i'm saying i'm him the doctor can identify potential illness before they get bad or before they even develop in your body that'd be nice before we even get sick they can tell us that this is a potential or come on that'll be fire and they can do this with accuracy let's just say 95 percent of the time they're getting it right 95 percent of the time they're diagnosing you with the right thing they're so skilled with their hands better than any surgeon you've ever come across seen on tv whatever so that means you know it's gonna be timely it's gonna be uh, uh efficient you ain't gotta really worry about too much stuff going on like stuff going stuff bad stuff going on and it's gonna get done quick it's not gonna take a long time and when they diagnose you you get a personalized treatment plan tailored to your genetic makeup and medical history they're looking at all your genes they're they're, they're tailoring it to everything you've ever been to the doctor before and putting all this stuff together to give you a tailored diagnosis let me introduce you to the future of ai these are all the things that researchers and developers are working on using AI. Like, you're going to be in and out of doctor in no time. Whenever you go in there, you're going to provide them. Uh, this is just my theory. You're going to provide them an NFT with all your medical records, or you're going to open your Apple app and provide them with your medical records. Uh, the AI is going to go through them, and then it's going to probably run some tests like the regular medical tests like your blood pressure, your temperature, your height, and all that. 
And you'll probably run some more tests in the back, some x-rays, and if needed. And it's going to give you an accurate diagnosis. That's going to stop you from having to make multiple trips to the doctor. It's going to stop you from having to sit in there for a thousand hours before you get seen. Or a thousand hours whenever you get back there. Because you all know how long it be taking whenever you go to the doctor. You just be sitting in there. It be cold. You around all the other sick people. You're like, man, listen. I'm about ready to go home and drink some tea. Put some honey in my tea and call it. This may sound appeasing to most people, <clears throat> like myself, those with high doctor expenses, uh, again, waiting, waiting for long periods of time while at the doctor's office, misdiagnosis, and multiple doctor visits. There are questions and challenges that, that we got to face, though. There are more severe things that we have to put in front of those uh, luxuries, right? Like... How do we balance the benefit of AI with ethical considerations of privacy and data security, right? If we're letting AI have this much information, how can we assure that, how can we assure that this information is not gonna get hacked? Because I know a little bit about computers and I'm pretty sure y'all are somewhat familiar with computers and hopefully AI system, but it's like, how can we be for sure that this stuff is not going to get hacked? It has all our medical data in it. Uh, can we trust these machines also? Can we trust these machines to, if we're on our deathbed, or not even deathbed, if we're getting diagnosed, can we trust these machines to make the right decision? Do y'all trust the AI to make the right decision for you? Especially whenever it has biases, bias, uh, it's known to make biased decisions at times. The biasness that's embedded within the AI system. I don't know. I'm I'm with it and I'm against that at the same time. I would need like a lot more uh, research done. And I'm not saying this stuff is going to come within the next year or two. I, I can't really give you a timeline on when it's going to come, to be honest with you. But it is something that is being developed. What are the answers to these questions? Unfortunately, I can't say that I have the answers right now. I can't say that I have all the answers right now, but I'm paying close, close attention to it. I'm still studying to see how they, as in the FDA and maybe Congress, will, will uh, regulate this or, or what they feel needs to come. What, what is the priority with this, right? Uh, what limitations will you put on it? And I say this because I don't know if you all are familiar with CRISPR. CRISPR is a process where doctors can provide solutions in genetic sicknesses, right? It's like sickle cell, Huntington's disease, cystic fibrosis. They can go in and modify the gene and take a part of your gene out, place it with another part, and fix you. That's a very generic way to general way to uh, explain it, but that's what happens. So it also can be a solution for HIV, hepatitis B, uh, herpes. It can enhance cancer treatments. You have a gene in your body that takes out pain. 
let me tell you a story real quick but there was a kid that had this gene effect right where he didn't feel pain and he did street performances the kid one day jumped off a house because he, he, he knew it wasn't gonna hurt but in the act of doing that he killed himself which is crazy to think about because it's you know though that was a tragic could we modify a gene for a cancer patient who is going through excruciating pains i mean like pain could we modify genes to take that pain away like how would we limit it to just those pains that are associated with the cancer and not just pain in general right is there a way for them to specify the cancer gene or or, or and modify within it let me explain to you CRISPR though you need to know what CRISPR is and how it works and this is a very general way because the medical way I can't say I even fully understand or comprehend so imagine you have a book full of instructions that tell your body how to work and function so you got this book and it tells your body how to work and function got me these instructions are called genes they determine things like your eye color your height uh your, your, what else how your body fights off diseases and sometimes there are mistakes or errors in these instructions though that that is where the problem comes in that can lead to genetic defects uh or genetic disorders or diseases like we said earlier sickle cell cystic fibrosis so on so forth that's where crispr comes in crispr is like a tool that scientists uses that that goes in and, and edit or fixes those genetic diseases within the instruction scientists can use crispr to find the specific part of the instruction they want to change and then cut it out so they go into the book they find the part that's messed up they use crispr to cut it out crispr is scissors right once the wrong part is cut out they can put it back together themselves or they can just let the sister gene clone it right so basically that's the medical term for it from my understanding it's the sister gene it will automatically fix itself so that's crispr but i got a question for you now do you see the problem with this how they can go in and fix things like body uh like eye color hair color height you see the problem with this let me tell you let me tell you the problem if you don't see there's a doctor by the name john zang founder and ceo of a operation company called darwin life and basically he is a practicing reproductive endocrinologist and infraternal i always mess this word up infertility specialist basically what he does is he's the type of doctor who uh help people who are having trouble getting pregnant and understands how the body hormones work or how they can affect the person's ability to have a baby is this guy right here is very enthusiastic about the development of designer babies yes 
designer babies using crisp so basically what this is what this means is you're going to be able to uh in theory you're going to be able to modify the eye color of your child the hair color the height the intelligence and cognitive abilities the potential for for their lifespan right you're going to be able to basically build a baby you're going to be able to build a baby with 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 science think about being able to pay for your child's privileges that is that just yo that really just doesn't sit well with me you're going to have all these uh kids born with an advantage in a sense of being constructed to fit societal needs that that just i don't know there's a problem within all that as well like societal pressure could push for more extreme modifications like you know unrealistic beauty or uh try to make them so smart i don't know it just puts I don't I don't like it. I don't like the idea. I I really don't. Uh if regulations aren't placed on the use of AI and uh use for CRISPR, the world could be changing way faster than we think in other ways other than just AI taking jobs and whatnot. You're gonna have modified babies. And I'm gonna tell you how fast this could happen, right? Theoretically. I told you guys not too long ago about Dennis Asabis and his team at Google uh, DeepMind. If you haven't checked that post out that I did, check this post out. Basically, what he did was 200 million proteins. The, there's protein structures. He took all 200 million protein structures and AI figured them out in a year. And that is equivalent to a PhD figuring out one protein structure in five years i think it was like it would take a it would take us a billion something years to figure out what ai figured out in a year which is insane like that could mean so much for this crispr method developing and what if they don't come up with regulations you know what actually now that i think about it there was a case in china in 2018 where a scientist uh was claimed to have used the crispr method to genetically modify uh, twins. The twins' name were Nana and Lulu, I believe. Nana and Lulu to make them resistant to HIV. You should check that story out. It is insane. Like modifying babies. And there's also a movie called Gattaca uh, that that it talks about. It talks about modifying babies. He's like, he's like, yeah, we want him to have this, but the doctor is some, he's sitting there behind his desk and he's, are you sure that you want this? We need to make your child the best he could be. Us humans already have uh, enough errors built within us or some, something like that. Basically, like, I I encouraging, influencing their decision. But the name, the name of that movie is called Gattaca. G-A-T-T-A-C-A. -T -T -A. It's also where they value genetically modified people over natural-born people. Uh, yeah. I watched it. It's pretty good. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty deep. If you just aren't watching it, watching it for the 
entertainment value, but to think about the, how the future could be. Moving on. Last but not least, an apple a day keeps your health in good shape. An apple a day keeps your health in good shape, allegedly. I want y'all to check this out real quick. It's Tim Cook speaking on plans for Apple. Check this out. If you zoom out into the future and you look back and you ask the question, what was Apple's greatest contribution to mankind? It will be about health. Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. As you could tell, he wants to make Apple's biggest contribution to humanity not about technology, not about the iPhone or the, the Apple Watch, not about the devices solely, but about what the devices can, how the devices can benefit within healthcare. You know, that's, that's pretty unique to think about because usually when we think of Apple, we think of the iPhone, the AirPods, the, 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 the Apple Watch. We think of the App Store, all the, the camera, but that's not even their focus. Their focus is healthcare, right? Apple, and they have a three-component part that makes up this healthcare. Uh, they have the software, they have the hardware, and they have the fitness thing. At least from my knowledge, all watches have where they can read your uh, heart rate, your blood oxygen monitoring, mon monitoring your ECG. I don't really know too much about blood oxygen levels, to be honest with you. But when these things are monitored on your watch and you have an Apple phone, when it's synced, when your watch is synced with your phone, you have a health app on your phone where these doc this data will be synced to the health app. Now, whenever you go to the doctor or you need to send something over to your personal doctor, it's able to you already have it there right he can see how your heart rate has been throughout the day is if there's any abnormal uh heartbeat or, or anything else going on you know within those signs that it monitor monitors like the ecg the heart rate and the blood oxygen but your doctor is able to track that a lot of nurses use the apple equipment to to track medication administration uh this app helps healthcare professionals use uh, the data that has been tracked and of course you have the fitness app right that will probably be in competition with peloton in the near future i have not been running like i supposed to i'm glad it does pop up because it constantly gives me this not shame but guilt like letting me like yo bro get back to it get back to it but yeah so you know again you have the watch you have the phone you have the fitness app apple has been uh implementing more and more things they had this conference the other day called dub dub uh, which is basically where they go over all their new products i know y'all probably been seeing the apple augmented reality goggles which is probably going to be so dope that's thirty five hundred dollars but whenever you think about the the products that apple has provided for us it'll probably be worth it apple has yet to let me down at least usually whenever a new product comes out you can still sell the old product for a reasonable amount. You won't be upset with the amount that you're able to sell the old product for it to put for, towards the newer product. Apple does have some troubles in order to be deep in healthcare because, because now they not only have to 
answer to i don't know i guess like tech standards they have to answer to the fda as well listen i need here's another video i want you guys to check out it is explaining that a little bit check this out there are some unique challenges in the healthcare space for example, Apple has regularly complied with the FCC for all of its wireless products, but devices that deal with your health have to answer to another federal entity. Looming over the horizon is the Food and Drug Administration. And if you do certain things like test uh, glucose for diabetes testing, you will be regulated as a medical device. And for good reason. If you get the glucose meter wrong, you can kill people. Apple's many electrical engineers that can explain why this is completely compliant with FCC rules, whereas the medical people they have to hire, they're building that team. It's, it's totally different ballgame. The company has flown under the radar of major regulations thanks in part to its classification as a fitness and wellness device manufacturer, not a medical device manufacturer. In fact, the Apple Watch has a de novo classification under the FDA, meaning it is a medical device for which general controls alone or general and special controls provide reasonable assurance of safety and effectiveness for the intended use, but for which there is no legally marketed predicate device. Apple really wants to say, this is your health buddy. It's basically a medical device. You need this to track your vital signs. But legally, they gotta be like, this is about wellness. This is about fitness. This is about health as opposed to medicine. So Apple's relationship with the FDA. Yeah. So as you can see that there are challenges with Apple and I'm not sure, not Apple itself, but just that, that, that gray area between healthcare and fitness and FDA to see the gray area in between. And another problem is I think privacy again, concerns a lot of people uh, just because there's some sensitive data within uh, the, your medical records and people don't want it to be easily, easily accessible. And I think Apple is in a great spot to, to, to benefit from that because They've proven time over again and again that their products are great. Security measures are, are great. They have the people on their side. So, yeah. With all that being said, I think that they will succeed. The advantage Apple has is obviously that they already have a really great and powerful brand in the minds of consumers. And they've got a billion people around the world who are using an iPhone, that platform that they, that they always build on top of. It fits in with Apple's conception of itself as, as a company that is trying to do good. Leave the world better than they found it. Financially, it could be huge. It's massive. Bigger than the iPhone. I think that we have a long way to go before this is something that will be put into general population. And I think that you guys should definitely do your research as well. Do your research. Stay up to date on it. So whenever the time comes, you're already ready. You're not caught off guard and that'll cause for less drama less less uh confusion the adaptability process will be i don't i won't i don't want to say easy but it won't be such a confusing path to go down and you can help others you may have a mother that's getting older or children ra being raised that may not understand all this stuff and you need to you need to just be on your p's and q's but listen listen 
To keep up with more of this type of information, you can follow us on Instagram at the Psych Expansion Podcast. And also, you can join us every Wednesday on the Psych Expansion Podcast, where we discuss the connection between past, present, and future generations. And you can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find us wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts on your runs, biking, uh, trail walks, whatever you're doing, cooking, cleaning. You can find us on all media platforms. Again, I want to thank you all for tapping in, joining us today. This has been great. This has been sporadic Mondays. What else? Did I have anything more? Oh, yeah. We got two more episodes left of this season to this season finale. Two more episodes. I'm talking about two and I'm holding up both fingers. We got two more episodes left to the season finale of the Psych Expansion Podcast. And until we put sporadic Mondays exclusively for patreon members i told you i'll provide that link probably in the next episode for the patreon psych expansion podcast will continue to come out every wednesday at 9 a.m 9 a.m lots of useful information again you will get merch discounts you will get how to how to videos using ai within your business plan within your diet plan within just a ton of things ton of things Everything that I learn, you'll be learning. Videos that I watch to keep up with it, books that I'm reading, whatever. But again, thank you all for joining us today. This has been Sporadic Mondays.